Hey sports fans, BMOC here. Start your day by playing Sportal, a sports-themed word-guessing game from our friends at Big Swing Games. You've got six chances to solve the puzzle. It's either a sports term, a sports personality, or a team name. Head to Sportal.pro to play. There's a new puzzle every day, and it's completely free. But if you like it, be sure to click that share button and send it to all your sports fan friends. Seriously, please do that. We need a win so bad. So bad. Like, really bad. So head to Sportle.pro. That's Sportle, S-P-O-R-T-L-E dot pro to play Sportle. Good times. All right, we're going to do this in three, two, one. QBMOC. There ain't no good guy. There ain't no bad guy. There's only you and me. And we just disagree. Ooh. Oh. It's not Monday. It's not Tuesday. It's Sports Wednesday. Worldwide. Sports, sports, Wednesday, Wednesday, sports, sports, Wednesday, Wednesday. Wow! So, sounded great as always. Welcome, everybody. If you couldn't tell from that artsy up top, it's a maestro show sheet. Welcome to Sports Wednesday, sports talk for the medium fan. That means we get the big stories right. Frequently, we get the details of those stories incorrect. Uh, but if you're cool with that, if you can drive around and not get mad at us while you're listening to the show, then we'll go ahead and have a show. My name is Pete Brown. I am the big man on campus, or BMOC, and I am driving the trains tonight doing the show, as always, with my two co-hosts, this guy. This guy. In his home office, he has a beer drawer. Just a drawer that he keeps beer in. It's a coach, basketball legend Matt Longley. How are you? It is a, it's a little uh, little secret of mine. I like to have my beer in my drawer. <laughs> I'm doing good. I'm glad to be back. Let's do this. A maestro show sheet. I've been singing already. Things are great. Yeah, and with those sick guitar licks and that up top and the oohs and the o's that set this show apart, it's the maestro Brian Hake. Maestro, how's it going? I had my wellness exam today. Ooh. Are you well? Are you well? <laughs> I think so. I'll get my test results back tomorrow. But no prostate exam, so I was pretty happy no, about that. No, no testy tickling? Are you, are, is it just you weren't due, or are you going to poop in the box? Poop in a box? Uh, no, that's, uh, oh, that's, that's, that that's, that's that's colon. Prostate's a whole that's different colon. little dingle dangle. <laughs> yeah, I gotcha. <laughs> well, same, same general area, though. It's, yeah. it's where the sun don't shine, Peter. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. Both fun areas. I got gotcha. you. Well, uh, well, congrats on your wellness exam. We'll have to follow up on that and hopefully not violate your HIPAA rights. As we do. All right. Uh, what are you fellas drinking tonight? There, we got we got some drinking going on here. Mm. I'm drinking. Let's start with you, Maestro. Oh, Maestro, you, you go got? first because you got something interesting. It is. This is my seasonal uh, so brewski seasonal. that I like to drink. It's. It's the called the Hustle by Ryan Geist, and it's it's cool because uh, it's got a little it's got a little baseball stitching on it, stitching. A little design flourish. 
It's a good beer. I like the hustle. Tasty and sound design. That's a winning combination for the Maestro. It is for, for sure. me, for sure. Coach, uh, what do you got there? I'm drinking. I'm drinking PBR. I got a whole PBR shit ton of it, and I'm going to keep drinking it in my, yeah, in me, my uh, beer just, drawer. Just explain. So when when we do the up top, there's there's the sound of a beer opening. That's that's always done live. That's not dropped in in post. It and uh, tonight, uh, I didn't I didn't have a can of beer. I have a bottle. I got a Corona Light. Uh, a and so. Right, right after Coach opened his beer when we were chatting, I said, oh, we need a beer for that sound. And then we both tried to make the noise with our mouths, and it didn't come out well. So Coach opened two beers. He's t- taken one for the team, and he has now got two open PBRs. Twist his arm. He's going to drink two beers right. during the show. It's going to be a tough one. Going to get loose. Nice job there. All right, a little bit of housekeeping, then we'll get into this show. It's a toy show. Maestro did the show sheet. I'm excited for what's on it. Uh, but first of all, if you want to sh- follow this show on social media where we are killing it destroying absolutely it. killing it follow us at sports wednesday on facebook tiktok and instagram or at sport wednesday over on twitter uh we uh, minimally post when we have a new show out so it's a good follow <laughs> we are minimalists when it comes to social media <laughs> we absolutely are we don't want too many people to know about this show that's for we, sure we leave people wanting more like a lot more. that's right uh, speaking of wanting things, you probably want some Sports Wednesday oh, merch. Yeah. That means you can head over to sportswednesday.com, click on merch. It'll take you to our Redbubble store where we've got all sorts of T-shirts, sweatshirts, notebooks, coffee mugs, you name it. We got it. Sportswednesday.com. I have a challenge, and I know it'll just go mm-hmm. back. It'll get, But I challenge, because we've been doing this, what, 6, 10, 15 years? I think it's time, and I'm challenging Maestro, to do a new logo. Just kind of like a, a fresh, short I don't know, new logo. I love our old logos, but like kind of like a... Uh, that's going to be a no, Damn coach. It. That's a big no. <laughs> Damn it. I thought I could challenge you. You'd be like, yes, I'm all in. Nope. Hey, Coach, we, we got that listener in Minnesota who sent oh, us a logo the, once. That's good. Bid, That'll so make a just great t-shirt. <laughs> I'm out. I know it. Damn it. Maestro's out. Maestro's out. This is... This is episode 229, if you can believe it. 229 God. episodes of Sports Wednesday. If we sell just one t-shirt a show, we're going to cover our costs. <laughs> I got a challenge. What's that? All right. It's for Petey. Ooh. Petey the intern. You do his goddamn job. You mean the so, poor man's corgi? That's right. Mm-hmm. So, two, did you say 229? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, 229 opening riffs. I want to know if I've ever repeated myself. You know, I am a, a creature of habit. And the creature of habity riffs. So I wonder if Petey could listen back through and see if I've ever repeated myself. Well, uh, we'll give him that job this week. You know nice. him; he'll he'll dive in. Oh, he he'll loves dive it. right into that. It's right up his alley. So, uh, well, that's where you get your merch, sportswednesday.com. And then just a reminder that this show is brought to you by our good friends at Big Screen Games, makers of Sportle, the only sports-themed daily word-guessing game that doesn't suck, available at sportle.pro. Sportle.pro. Pro. Uh, I notice I noticed today's puzzle, yes. which I solved in one. The, uh, the, the hint was in all caps. Yes. Which uh, which I which I liked it. I felt like it was shouting the hint at me, and there was. <laughs> I might have done some all did, uh, all caps did, work. Did Coach's dad do that one? <laughs> or Isn't just that how dads text? They love all text. I, I will give you a little insight. Uh, you know, we we're available at Sportle.pro. Uh, when we acquired Sportle.pro, we also acquired Sportle.fun. And this week I decided to release it you, and not renew it for the year. Goodbye, so, Sportle.fun. If you're building a Sportle co- competitor, you, you can go out and buy Sportle.fun. 
And we'll Sportle Dot Pro, everybody. Sportle Dot Pro. I'm sure I'm sure our friends at Sports Thursday are listening and they've gobbling that right up. <laughs> They're coming for us. All right, uh, on tonight, and then we're going to get into the show. Uh, I thought we'd do a little baseball. The Cleveland Guardians taking on the Oakland A's mm-hmm. tonight. And that game is... Just started. Just started in the first inning. It is nil-nil. Nil-nil? As they say. <laughs> as they say in the UK. But I'm going to go ahead, since people listen to the show on Wednesday, and predict that the final score of that game will be the Guardians 77 <laughs> and Oakland 1. I think that's a good guess. Good guess, good times. All right, let's get into the show. We got some tepid takes. Tepid takes. All right, Maestro, you came up with these topics. Do you want to kick them off for us? All right, we haven't done a tepid take in a while, and usually what a tepid take is is, you know, it's a not-so-hot take, and that's usually us because it's, it's Wednesday, and usually something that's a hot take happened over the weekend. So we're a little bit, a little bit late to the party, but um, a couple things that popped up. You know, we've been talking about March Madness for, what, three, four episodes now? And it's over. It ended on Monday night, so I wanted to talk a little bit or ask you guys a little bit about your takes on the UConn-San Diego State final. Um, and then the other one I want to talk a little bit about happened on Sunday, right? It was Sunday? Yeah. yeah. The women's final, which was Iowa against LSU, and there was some sportsmanship shenanigans after. <laughs> I wanted to get your takes on that. Shenanigans. So, so I'm going to go to Coach. Tell me a little bit about UConn, Coach. Well, can can I just say that um, I'm an idiot because the two shows prior to damn thing I kept talking about how great UConn was, and I picked UConn to lose in the first goddamn round. Like what? Um, I'm gosh. such an idiot, an idiot, like such an idiot. I don't know if I'd have taken them all the way, but I might have. I could have looked like a genius. I could have looked smart. Um, I uh, the, the championship game was. It was meh to me. Like, I, I really wanted San Diego State to find the magic. UConn's just faster, better. San Diego State, God bless them. They, uh, they put up a good fight for about literally maybe four, four, four minutes. minutes. They were up 10 yeah. 4. The next thing you know, they were down 14 points. They were like 24 yeah. to 10. Um, and anytime they got close, UConn would hit a three or just absolutely annihilate. Like, there was some point that San Diego State missed 15 shots in a row. The only points they had yeah. were from the foul line. And, yeah. and you see that and you're like, I know there's magic in them Nar Hills. There's no more magic for this team. Yeah. Um, yeah. When I when I put it on, San Diego State was in the midst of what would be an eight-minute run without scoring. And I'm just like, UConn is not the team that you can come back from that kind of drought against. No, you can't because they are they are a fren- they have, they play at a frenetic pace. And to be fair, coach, you did say they were good. I think either myself or Maestro in our preview said they're sneaky good. They're sneaky good. And and for a team that I, I would say arguably unperformed, underperformed in the regular season, uh, once they got it together in the tournament, they were just running away from folks. Oh, and I mean, 
Absolutely. Even heading into that, what was the line on that? Was it five and a half? It was no, ridiculously seven and a low half, line. Seven and a half. And it, it, yeah. I think it climbed all the way. I think at one point it might have been eight. So for an NCAA yeah. championship game, that's telling because those games usually are pretty tight. I don't. I would assume the yeah. lines are anywhere between three, three and a half to four is a lot of points. Yeah. But boy, they covered that tenfold. And what UConn? I think won their last three or four games in the tournament by like almost 20 points every game. Oh, none of them. Like, they were like just on fire. I think their closest Beasts. game was Iona. was one of the first the first game that they played was fairly close. But Oh, that was one of your upset specials. I don't remember. It's because you love Rick Pitino so much. Oh, those white suits. Coach actually has, and you can't see, but we can see on the live stream. Uh, <laughs> if you're on the live stream, and we have 175,000 people. Well, those Coach people. has an oil painting of Rick Pitino on the wall behind him. Shirtless. <laughs> Just shirtless Rick Pitino. So. so I wanted to let you guys know, I actually watched the San Diego State FAU game. Yeah. So that's probably that, was, that was a good game. Great game. It wasn't. <laughs> you, well, it wasn't good. It, there was, they, it was, there it was clunky. Pro- it was a clunky game. It was clunky. There was like 10 minutes in there where nobody scored. And like they were, <laughs> they had had such a strong first half. And then I was starting to laugh to myself because uh, BMOC had bet the over on that game. And all of a sudden that game came to a screeching mm-hmm. halt at like 120 total points. And I was like, they may not hit the over. Could you imagine? I know. But. I, I guess when we say great game because they had that, it they had, had a last second shot, story, storybook, storybook ending there. Yeah, uh, I guess. FAU what gave it, that away. They, they, they yeah. Should oh, they, just, they totally ganked that away. That was they. Uh, yeah, it was not good. Still, would have been a tough matchup for them against UConn. I think either of those teams it would have been fun to see either of them a five or a nine win the na- national championship. I think the. The longest seed to win the national championship ever. Do you guys know this? The yeah, it's Villanova, isn't it? Villanova was an yeah, eight seed when they I beat Georgetown, nineteen eighty four. Yep, eighty two, eighty three in there. Uh, that was so, featured on one of our slates a couple of years ago. Noise, noise, toy. Yeah, but uh, UConn looks looks hot. I think they are the uh, you know early season odds on favorite to repeat for next year. Well, their their coach is hot too, which is Dan Hurley. Mm-hmm. But but I think UConn's a basketball he's a guy. Or Dan Hurley, he's a good looking guy. He, so eh, he's not hot. He's hot. Um, but they're they're a basketball school. They'll pay him. Yeah. The question is, where do you think Dusty Slay is going to go? FAU. Mm-hmm. He's not going anywhere. Yeah. They're they're re-signing him. Yeah, we'll see. Well, this is this is what I said because I read the article and they they already are working on an extension. And here's the thing: yeah. I think he'll sign the extension because it's not a lot; it's like a million dollars a year. Yeah, I think he's signing that extension because there's really not a ton of jobs open right now that he would want to take. Yeah. Um, yeah. and I think that I think he's going to bide his time. And he's smart; he looks good. But then he signs mm-hmm. the extension, and the next year he can pick whatever game he wants or whatever he wants to go. Unless he, unless they suck next year. If they suck, yeah. then yeah, he's out. But he's going so, back to a school with a gym with like three thousand seats in oh it. Oh my god! Sometimes they they had to share their they had to do half court practice because there was a Pilates class in the <laughs> did, other half. <laughs> did you guys, either one of you, and this was this was great TV? 
see them talk to one of their famous the famous alumni that went to FAU? Do you know no, who, who went? Has it? Carrot Top. Nice. <laughs> have you seen Carrot Top? Like I know we everybody's. I have not. Oh my god. He's had lots of surgery and oh, stuff, right? It's. I, and he got real muscular. Here's what too, I want right? you. To, oh, he looks. He's he roided up. I want you to anybody that listens, all 175,000 people that are on the live stream, all six million that listen to our podcast. I want you to Google Carrot Top FAU CBS interview. It is one of the most awkwardly weird things you'll you'll see. And Pete, you're going to enjoy this a lot. Oh man, I am looking at him right now. He looks like a character from Tiger King. Yes. Yeah, it's it's something else. All right, all righty. Well, that's UConn. Let's talk. Uh, let's let's switch over to the women's side and talk about this these shenanigans, Maestro. Sorry, my son's bothering me here. No worries. Uh, well, then I'll recap the shenanigans. I guess the bruja that people are are, are talking about today are uh, in the championship game. Angel Reese of LSU. Pointed at her championship ring finger uh, to Caitlin Clark, who was getting quite a bit of, of attention throughout the tournament. And uh, she, there was some backlash there against her for doing that. There were Caitlin Clark came out today and said, that's ridiculous. There's there's no reason there should be a backlash against her for what she did. But, I, you know, I'm curious what your guys' take on it was. Uh, to me, she, like, pointed to her finger and she says she was doing what Caitlin Clark did maybe it was the final four game after they won, she went up to the crowd and kind of said, you can't see me, which I mean, that's, I don't, I don't understand John that. Cena. Yeah. You can't see me. Um, to me, it's a non-issue. Like it, it's not great sportsmanship, but trash talking isn't great sportsmanship. That doesn't, that's, it's what it is. No one says, Oh man, that was great sportsmanship. The way you trash talked. I'm like, she won a championship. Eh. To me, it's a non-issue. How about you, Maestro? Um, it's it's sort of sad to see that like it was such a great tournament. I think for women's basketball and it, for it to end that way, it just seems kind of kind of shameful. But I, I get like I do get the heat of the moment and stuff like that. Um, and I I, I would say that uh, you know Caitlin was probably the the Cinderella story of that tournament, and there was probably a little bit of like, hey, I'm the superstar here. Right, our team won. So I think there was probably a little bit of that going on that where people are just like enough is enough. But um, I think behind the scenes, all those top uh, female athletes are all friends, you know. Oh yeah. yeah. And so I think there was just a lot of goofy, you know, like I said, heat of the moment. Um, yeah, I don't. Th- I don't think there's a lot of beef between them. I think it's just the pundits kind of getting. Yeah. Getting butt the hurt media is kind of swept up. Social media is swept up in it. I kind of was more, I guess, triggered by some of the bad officiating. But we'll get to that. Oh in a yeah, bit, but yeah, yeah. And I'll, I'll say this too: I don't, I don't mind this stuff at all when when athletes do it because they got to back it up, right? If you're going to trash talk, you've got to back it up. And in this particular case, Angel Reese had, had backed it up. And, you know, to me, I've, I've watched men do way worse, oh. way worse without a peep from, coming from the media about it. So, uh, and, you know, there's there's quite a bit of talk, too, that it, maybe she's getting some grief for different reasons, which may include her race. And I think there's maybe something to that. So, I uh, like coach, I think it's a non-issue. I think it was just good, hard, competitive basketball and a little bit of trash talk, and I have no issue with it. 
the fact that Caitlin came out and basically said this is this is not a big deal. This is just yeah, you know. Oh well, what are you gonna do? 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 Well, coach is a coach, and so he it's up to him to, to teach his players respect and sportsmanship and grit and all that good stuff. We, um, yeah, I'm I'm a big proponent of showing the ring and you can't see me. Like that's what we teach first day. <laughs> like you can't see me. But we're so bad. Most of my teams are so bad. We never get a chance to do that because I don't win any rings, and they all see us because we usually suck. Yeah. I teach my players to shout, can you smell what the rock is cooking? I think that's... <laughs> Suck it! It's a little bit... By the way, before we move on, yeah. I, I read this today. Did you guys know that the UFC and WWE are merging? What? They're becoming one mega company to run them both. What? And, uh, so who's I buying who? Is it WWE buying I, I UFC think, or is it Dana White buying... Or they're just merging. It's UFC, it's, it's UFC buying WWE, and they're forming a new company. UFC will have fifty-one percent of the new company. WWE will have forty-nine percent. But think of the think of these numbers. UFC is worth about fourteen billion, and WWE is worth about ten billion. So oh my you're talking God. about a new sports entertainment entity that's worth twenty-four billion dollars, which will by far be the largest single entity did, in sports entertainment. How did that happen under the radar? Just uh, yeah, I was surprised when I read about it today. It's just under our radar. That's coach. true. That's true. <laughs> Sorry, you're Fair. right. You're so, right. But I'm, I'm wondering if there'll be some interesting crossovers, like maybe a UFC fight night. But we have Thunderlips and Mr. T oh. kind of do a match in there. <laughs> well, I, I will say, that. I will say, BMSC, they did reach out. The parent company, their new parent company, reached out for me to do some branding for them. Some nice. Logos. So a couple of logos. I'll, for I'll do that. I'll do this new Sports Wednesday logo mock after i do that damn one. it just do just do some text treatments yeah. little little aerial they love libri they love they love comic sans um so brother did send us a bet so all right we'll get to we'll that. get to all that right, just so, so I, I want you to know you're gonna love it bmoc you guys feel decent uh unwrapping up these tepid takes they were they were yeah remarkably tepid so tepid. they would have oh, been yeah, hot would have been hot on sunday on wednesday they're tepid all right, then that brings us to a, a man a brand new bit oh. on the Maestro show sheet. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to the song. Can I ask you a couple of questions? Can I ask you a couple of questions, boys? Can I ask you a couple of questions? A couple of questions. A couple of questions. It's gonna be a lot for this bit to live up to that song. No, nice song. That's for sure. <laughs> that was next level. Derivative. Right, what do you got? What do you got what for you got? us what here? All right, all right, all right. So I was. So this was a question that I almost asked BMOC last week, but I decided to save it because I wanted Coach to, to lean in too. But you know, we jump into our new season. You know, we come off the Super Bowl. You know, and we have that whole finish with the points and the wager of the week and Brutta and all that stuff. And then we jump right into, like, March Madness. And so we never really talk about the next year. Like, what are we excited about? So I wanted to ask you both, with March Madness in the rearview mirror, what what are you looking forward to this year? What really excites you at the medium level 
for the sports that are going to happen this year. For the well, rest of the year? The MOC. For the rest of the year. All right. Looking down, you know, we've obviously American sports, they have, it goes March Madness, then it goes to Masters, then it goes to NBA Finals, then it goes to, and it, you know, it's the, the roadmap is there. But what excites you? What are you looking forward to? All right, so uh, this it turned out to be a really good question because it made me really think about the sports I watch and what I really enjoy, right? Because you, know, you guys know I love the F1, but with one team dominating, it's ugh, less less watchable. Much. Put it that way. Less watchable, and I feel less excited about it. Like that season they had two years ago where we had two guys fighting oh, for the championship. Amazing. Back, it was, I was on the edge of my seat, and if that comes back around, that'd be great. What I'm most excited about is another season of college football and seeing if the Ohio Bobcats can finally win a MAC championship. Right? Oh went, yeah! Went to four games we last were year. So close. they were having they, they were having an okay season, and then Maestro predicted on this show that they were going to win the MAC East, and they went on a, a tear. Won the rest of their games. Won the MAC East. Uh, Coach went to a bunch of games. It was it was. You know, I've been waiting for this to happen in my lifetime. It hasn't yet. I know that. Last, last MAC championship was 1960. Eight, I believe. Uh, so I think I may so that's, cry. If that's that probably happens. what I'm most excited about. I have my season tickets. I'm hoping to get down there for a couple games. I'm hoping you guys come down for some games with me. Is that team mostly coming back? It, all I know season? is they've got Rourke back. So if they have him back, we have yeah. a chance. We all yeah. feel like we would have won the MAC had he not been hurt and missed. Yeah, the, there's the zero game. zero doubt we would have been. Oh, we would be celebrating that right now with tears down our faces. With our first MAC championship, mm. so so that's 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 my number one. I am I am looking forward to the baseball this year. I want to see how the new rules are going to impact the game, and I think the Guardians are a playoff capable team. I think they're going to win a hundred games, and the Reds are going to win a hundred games. And we're going to have an I seventy one series. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh I, I totally agree. Which would be amazing if that happened. What about you, Coach? Uh, I think I. I don't know. That was pretty good. Um, I think I'm most. I mean, when I thought about this question, I thought about what um, what I'm looking forward to, like right now. Like when I thought about it, I was like, okay, March Madness, and we had such a great. Maybe I felt like I felt like it was a great NFL season. It was a great college football season. Like I felt like I was way into it, and I watched a lot. And then now March Madness came around, and I enjoyed it. And I feel like there'd be a drop, but like I'm way, way, way into this Cleveland Cavaliers team, and nice. they are uh, poised to. I'm not going to say that they're 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 going to make a, a run to the championship, but they're poised to really make. They just they won tonight, so they have home field, home court advantage for the first series, which is amazing. That means they're going to be guaranteed at least four games at home because it's a seven game or is it a five game or a seven game series. I think it's five. Five games. So they're guaranteed at least three games if it goes there. Um, I think they can make some noise. They're a super fun team. Um, Flip that on the other side, and you said it too about baseball. I mean, the Guardians had a great run last year. They have already started this year. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm hopelessly optimistic for that team. I would love that at some point in my lifetime, and I've already had it twice, that maybe they could make a run and give me some hope because you never know what happens in October. I, I just I would love to signed a big contract today, right? Didn't they? Who? Somebody for the guardians, the guardians. Yeah. Are you talking about Jimenez? 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he did sign it. So I'm I'm probably looking forward to baseball and uh the playoffs for NBA right now. Nice. So you're you're in the moment. I'm in the moment, but like but what BMOC said, once we're sitting there at Peden Stadium on a cold Wednesday night <laughs> watching against <laughs> watching them play uh Buffalo and it's yeah. because they're going for first place. I'm going to forget everything I just said and say, please, Rourke, bring it home. <laughs> bring it home. Get some burrito buggy oh, afterwards. Can we go right now? How about you, Maestro? What are you looking forward to? It's funny what, that you mentioned Formula One, BMOC, because I feel the, the, the way I feel about Formula One is the way I feel about college game day. Like, I'm so excited for college game day to come on, like on a Saturday morning and it's yeah. fall. And uh, and then it's on for like five minutes, and then I'm like, all right, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's how Formula One is. Like, I'm like, oh, there's a race this Me weekend. Too. Oh, sweet. Oh, qualifying. Oh, it's the same guys in the, in the top three, you know. And then it's yeah. like the the race. It's like, uh, you know, it's like I I love the idea of it, but it's it never lives up to it because it's just the same same old same old. Max Verstappen. You got to be into tires. <laughs> you really do. Or or you got to be into the mid, the what do they call it? The, not the midfield. The midfield. Yeah. yeah. Which I do like that we've been sort of, you know, we sort of picked up on I like that, the 10. Uh, TikTok idea. Yeah, yeah we That's we're a great idea. The 10. So what are you looking forward to? But, um I mean, you guys know my my colors right now where I'm at. I I'm really excited about my Arsenal team mm-hmm. mainly Good. because I've never really had a team like that I picked. You know, I've grew up in Pittsburgh, so I was a Steelers fan. You know, I just I, I've always been sort of inheriting teams. So, yeah. like when we made the decision to pick a team, I put some thought into it. I picked a team, and now they're like on the verge of possibly winning it all, and I'm kind of excited about it. I'm, That's cool. I'm on the bandwagon. That's so awesome. I want to I want to see them live. You know, live it up and uh, finish. You know, they've been number one pretty much all season in the Premier League, and so I hope that they're able to stay healthy and take it all the way to the end. And then, So I propose I this. I don't know that it gets much better than that. I propose this, and I don't know about the tables, but like when they're at the precipice of winning a game, that means that they have nailed it, they win it. Because I know there's no playoffs. It's just once they win so many points, they're in, right? I think there is a playoff. I think the one and two play each other. And then there's then that's the final. So they do play one and two, and then that's that's how you win it. I don't. And then I think three three and four play for third. But I I, th- I think that's the way. It so goes one and two will now. play for the Premier League Championship. Is that is that right, BMOC? I feel like that's what is happens, that right? But are you looking it here. up? We're it's so ultra medium. medium. It's ultra medium We're of so needed to medium. say. What I'm proposing is whatever, if it's that championship game or if it's a game that they're going, we need to all be together and we need to be there as you bask in your and the enjoyment of it. I want to see you be excited about winning. I don't know. I mean, I might be stressed out. I, that's what so I want I'm, to see. I'm yeah. reading I'm reading to you from a an article in Esquire called The Premier League Explained to Clueless Americans. So that's right <laughs> nice. up our alley. This is from 2021. And it says here, do they have a playoff at the end? They don't have playoffs in the Premier League. You get three points for a win, one for a draw, none for a loss. At the end of the season, it's just the league table, which is the equivalent of standings at the end of the regular season. That's it. That's okay. what I thought. So they just – they just yeah. – nice. Um, 
here's the thing though man city is is still hella good and they you know they will those those two teams are pulling away like two you know stallions in the in the kentucky kentucky derby so I, I think that it'll come down to those two and they probably play each other again and it's maybe we should watch that to one together way. i need to be there when they when they win the championship but that right now, that's what I'm most excited about. I, I do love I do love college football, and I love that time of year, you know, rolling out of summer, you know, and you start thinking about football and, you know, I don't know, fall and all that good stuff. But I'm looking forward to the conclusion of the season when we get to pick a new team for coach, which I'm oh, super excited. Oh God, about. please, please! What a horrible mistake! Like when you're saying, like, you know, I put some time into it, I did some research. I just picked the team that sounded cool. And uh Well, I got another question is is part 2 of this segment. You guys ready? Yeah. yeah. Oh, there's part 2. And I we've we've touched upon this before and mm-hmm. I think mostly it's been coach ranting about it. <laughs> um I got to say the last few big games I've watched on TV have been influenced by bad calls mm-hmm. and referees. So my question to you is are referees or umpires or whatever are they are they ruining sports i mean are, is there is there any basis to some of these conspiracy theories that people seem to be talking about and i wanted to see what your thoughts were I, i'll say this i i didn't watch a ton of the women's tournament but i did watch some and it seemed like every game in the women's tournament had some bad referee controversy mm-hmm. i watched an ohio state game that had 52 fouls called and the announcers were just like, Oh my God, how are they keeping continuing to do this? And I know in the final four and in the championship games, there was, there was a lot of dicey calls that were being made. Um, I, I thought the, the men's games that I watched, I, I, you know, I, I didn't feel there was a ton of terrible calls Mm -hmm. that were necessarily game deciding, uh, but the usual amount of terrible calls, particularly against Kansas state, clearly the most against Kansas state. (laughs) I agree on that. But you guys saw, you guys know I was a referee for one day and I, and I quit. And, and I, I, when I had that experience, I'm like, I'm never going to criticize them again. This is such a hard job. And then immediately I started doing it again. <laughs> so, I mean, to be fair, it's a thankless job. I don't care yeah. how much they get paid, but nobody's ever going to agree with your call. I mean, I, yeah. my, my son's playing high school volleyball right now, and I was screaming today that there that they're, they was clearly out. And how did clearly they miss out. it? Clearly. clearly out and it's just like there's and there's so much there's so many sports there just can't be that many good referees <laughs> right well, there are because there's actually there's actually a shortage so like in most cases you're just getting people in the building to actually do it and then if you you almost have to think sometimes especially at some of the levels you're like if they weren't here we wouldn't actually even be playing this game so we need to be thankful right. even if they make a bad call my only thing about refereeing, and I have, I've always had my thoughts about it, but I will tell you, I was thoroughly impressed with uh, the final four and the final uh, for the men. Um, and Charles Barkley made a point, and it was the FAU uh, San Diego State, and he's like, "Man, I got to tell you, these refs made a decision to let these boys play, and they let, let them the, play." Yeah. Oh my gosh! Like they were, there was a lot of physical play that made me think. This is 1980s, early 90s uh, NBA. Like, this is old school. Like, they were 
getting rebounds where they were making contact. They were kind of climbing, but like like there was some blocks that were like some people got bumped, but they let them play, and the players adjusted. They weren't arguing. I'm not saying it was. For one night, I was like, "Wow, this is the game was fast. Like the pace of the play didn't stop every two seconds for some. Like you said, 52 fouls. That's just going to make me say this game is is I'm losing my interest in this game. Um, yeah. So in that case, I'm going to actually give them kudos on that. Look at Coach giving the refs kudos. I know that's that's rare. That's very rare. And jumping I, I, back to that, jumping back to that game, I will say, and I just I meant to say this earlier when we were talking about the FAU San Diego State game, but I'm no coach, but there were times when I was like, "Why is FAU hurrying? Yeah. They're up by 12. Slow it down. Yep. Catch your breath. Yep. Why are you rushing down and Use throwing the these? Whip? They're whipping the ball. Yeah. Guy was whipping the ball full court trying to get. I'm just like, slow the f down. And why isn't the coach telling him to slow down? Because I I, I know. I can tell you what the strategy was. What's his, What's the coach's name? Dusty. Dusty. So his thought process in that moment is that we are we are way punching above our weight class right now. And if we decide to do something that we're not used to, we are going to find ourselves in an uncomfortable situation and we won't know how to find our ways back. So he was saying, don't stop doing what got us here. Keep doing it. And we'll figure it out from that point, which I love that. But you're absolutely correct. When they were up 14 points, I'm looking at the TV and thinking to myself and talking to the imaginary friend next to me saying, guys, use 20 seconds of this 30-second clock and then the, the drive to the basket, get a foul, slow things down, make it a boring game because don't give them a chance to get back in this game. And they totally did. Yep, yep. And I, I'll say this too. Uh Robot umps in baseball are going to happen. They're oh, they're at triple A this triple A this year for balls and strikes, and I think we're within five years of balls and strikes being called by oh, robots. Yeah. In the they bigs. could call it they could call it on the TV. I mean, we all watch those. Yeah, I oh. mean it's pretty easy. Just with that that little whatever that little sensor the strike is. zone I mean, the, like, the strike the yeah, whatever it is yeah yeah I'm with you we're almost um, there. We're almost there. We're almost there. So no conspiracy theories. There's nobody, you know, in the NFL uh, corporate I, the, office that's saying, you know what? No, we we need we need that call to go this way. See the NFL. I don't, I'm, I don't care. The NFL could take me. We could. We have to do a whole other show on the NFL because I think that the refing in the NFL is absolute. I'm going to use a term that I used before, pre-show. Rubbish. I, I think the NFL refing is horrible. So. I'm not blaming them because they do with their job or I don't know what they're working with, but like I feel like there was so many BS crap, horrible calls that changed games. So yeah. um first first now some of these calls, I want to be clear, are the result of really poorly written rules in the end. Correct. Right? Because like, there's a lot of judgment when, call on. When when have you when have you been too hard on a quarterback? Yes. You, you know, stuff like that. And you gotta hold your weight you know, up. Was like, rough, I'd be like, what am I even looking at here like what the so, hell am i supposed to do with that now that i agree sometimes with. You, you you just see these missed pi calls at critical moments in a game and you're just like how could you not call that and uh you know having ref football i'm like oh i i get that because you really <laughs> only want to call it when you're like a hundred thousand percent sure so uh, yeah. otherwise you're gonna I, I don't know my stroke i think it's such a thankless job uh 
I think I'd rather I'd rather get my uh, my prostate checked than than ever referee another yes. game in my life. I agree. So I think I think I've got an idea for a new Netflix docu series, and I think it's on tell. referees. Oh, I, I would I would watch that in a heartbeat. NFL referees, I would right? watch. That I would in a love to know, like, because some of these guys are are hardcore sports fans. They're not in it for the money. They were former coaches, or their kids grew up, and you know they're just staying in the sport. I would, there's probably some great stories there, and it might be good actually for the profession, or it could be bad. I don't oh, know, Pete, on get on that! You can produce it. We're going to call it drop, throwing the flag. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Stop the podcast right now! I don't want anybody to steal this idea. We're going with it right now. Did I? I told you. I've told you guys this. When I was buying my referee gear, they tried to sell me like this rubber band that you put around your fingers and you move it for each finger so that you keep track of what down it is. And I'm like, I'm not buying that. I know what down it and is. You should have. <laughs> and and I, I messed it up so many times. Third down. No, no, no. Second down. Was like, what's the any... count? Um, what's blue? What's, what's the count? Uh, it's, uh, it's, two, uh, uh, two balls. Listen. Two balls. Uh, dad, what is it? Let two me tell you this strike. too. When you're refing, and this was just rec league flag football or Columbus Parks and Rec, one, when you lose track of the score, it is not cool to ask the teams how many touchdowns they oh scored. <laughs> they will oh, lose yeah. their shit. They will. You don't it's not cool know. to ask them what down it is. So, oh, man. Mm, good times. All right. That was a good talk. Good talk there, good Maestro. Talk. Are we good, good on, talk. on good this? Talk. It's been a toy show and a toy good show. conversation so far. Time to get to the second half of the show, a little something we like to call... And we're going to be talking wagers of the week. Coach, we didn't even ask you how your vacation was. How was it? Oh, it was very enjoyable. Um, I could do a whole podcast on my... That's the first time I've ever been to Key West. And uh, my, invers- my my vision of Key West was... I thought it was like this sleepy little town. <laughs> that like uh, <laughs> There was like a couple bars or whatever. I I don't know what I was thinking. It was a yeah. lot to take in. A lot. Yeah. Uh, but great vacation. Yeah. Look forward to that. And Matt Longley says, new podcast coming to you. <laughs> Last week in our wagers of the week, again, we started out the season with 10 points each, and we've been wagering them. Uh, Coach sent his in there. Uh, we were all winners. This is why it's critical to listen to this podcast, because if you just do what we say, oh you're going to win. Maestro, he was confident that, that his gunners were going to beat Leeds. They did. Five points to Maestro. Coach thought UConn's going to cover. That was five and a half. That was their final four game, I think. Not yeah, that, that was against Miami. Betting on UConn, game. even though he picked them to get beat At in the this first point round. right now, yeah, that's right. I'm going with my guns. Putting his money where his mouth is for 10 points there. And uh, BMOC, who's been struggling, finally gets a win on the board when um, the FAU-SDSU <laughs> over comes through 132 at end of You're right, Maestro. I was watching that game. You were, and they, you were they sweating were it. Stalled out he, it. Was, he was sweating that. I actually texted you guys. I got the over and was just waiting to send it, and it took like six minutes before it finally hit. And oh, like, that, was a rough, that was a rough stretch. So plus five there. So here's where we're at on the year. Coach uh, in first place with 40 points. Maestro right behind him with five points on the year. <laughs> right behind me. And, and BMOC approaching the rim of the hole with negative five on the year. I just need some money. Just give me some money, guys. I know I can turn hey, my money. You can turn it around. All right, let's take a look at this week's wagers. Maestro, what do you got? 
All right, so I, you know, I'm stick, sticking with the EPL. I, I, I wanted to move away from Arsenal, a because they're playing Liverpool, and you never know what's going to happen. Liverpool, there, but, Liverpool. But Everton, Everton, they are they are out of the danger zone. They were for a while there, right on the the verge of relegation, but uh, they've they've dug themselves out. They're a couple spots uh, safe, but they've been playing really well. And I I think you know they I think they they tied uh, Tottenham Tottenham today. They're playing again on Saturday against Man U, and Man U's been kind of struggling. So I'm just going to throw five points their way and see if maybe they can get a win on Man U. Um, it might be wishful thinking. It'll probably be a draw. But, uh, you know, I, I just, I'm just keeping it in the EPL right now. Keeping it in the EPL. All right. Coach. I know. I'll go next. Yeah, you here. go next. And I thought I should take a page from Maestro's book and bet on the EPL as well. Uh, Tottenham Hotspur, they're in fourth in the tables, trying to hold on to that fourth spot to get into the uh, – championship tournament they're playing brighton ironically brighton was my first dpl team from years ago uh, but i'm gonna say spurs beat brighton i'm gonna throw five points on that as well nice look at him EPL. Coach? Okay. all right so i'm gonna i'm gonna make this a lots of fun i'm gonna go apo taco on both of you i'm gonna go five points on maestros five points on uh, bmocs i'll take man U and brighton Suck it! I'm gonna take them both. Now I get to that's watch. That's actually two games. a really. That's actually a really smart bet because chances are Man U will win. I don't know about Brighton, but I, Brighton can be feisty. Um, Maybe they I, get a draw. I, Maybe Man U wins. I take five points. Yeah. I tell you what, Coach. Let's yeah. make this interesting. You want to make it interesting? Right. Let's do it. You ready for this? Yeah, I got. It. I got some great terms here. All right. It. The winner of our bet. Yes. Has to buy. Uh huh. Three, three Doritos Locos tacos. <laughs> okay. The loser, the loser has to buy three for the winner. Next time we happen to be in Taco Bell together. Okay. Done. <laughs> oh, when when could that be? It might happen. It might it happen, happen sooner than later. So three <laughs> Doritos Locos tacos. Apo taco. It's like I if you're it. going Apo taco, let's do let's do uh, tacos. Let's, do some let's ta- put them on. Throw there. some tacos on. Is it. is this a safe space to mention my text about? I, I don't know if you guys know when you listen to an old show, like yeah. if you listen to a show like on on the podcast play any podcast player, it'll jump back to where you left off on an right. episode. Yes. Right. And it happened to jump back to this episode back in I don't even know when it was, January or February, where we were we were having uh predictions on what crazy thing was gonna happen in twenty twenty three. Yeah. And BMOC said that there's not gonna be any upsets <laughs> any upsets <laughs> in this. That's true. In March Madness, the AD upset was over. I said, and there was all kinds of bets floating around. I don't know. Do we? Oh, we need. Do to we go ever back go to back and, and touch on those, or do we just let those live on no. in the ether? Of, we should of find those projects. bets because I would like to know what they are. We're clo- we're very close to making Sports Wednesday a full time gig for the three of us. We can quit <laughs> our day jobs. That's when we can do that. Can I just do it anyway? That sounds like a lot yeah. of fun. Damn it. There was yeah. a lot of YPP action. Oh, I'm sure we've probably, I'm probably eight down, and 80, 85 correct down. Me, correct me if I'm wrong, Maestro, but when I said that, Coach was like, oh, you're 100% correct. <laughs> oh, he was totally in agreement. <laughs> I was, because we said it was, because we, based, I remember what NIL. I said, because the NIL yeah. and the transfer portal is going to take away the mid-major yeah. upset. I, when you said that BMOC said that, I was like, I, I thought that was me. <laughs> I thought yeah, I said it that. It was. 
It was a nutty part a segment, and I, I can't remember what you said, Coach. What your prediction was? My, mine was that I said that Ohio State might lose three games this year, and you guys lost your shit. Oh, totally. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's you're right. like, how could you say that? This is supposed to be a fun. You're like, this is supposed to be a fun bit, and you took it negative. <laughs> you took it negative. You destroyed it. You brought in the darkness. You, you, you pulled up that's the schedule, show. and you're like, let's look at this schedule. Like how they're. There's no way they could lose three games. They could lose Start right games. now. Let's go game by game. Let's figure this out. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Petey, go back and listen to some old shows. Pull some select clips for us. We'll start playing them again. Oh, man. As soon as Petey, the intern, gets those to us, we can play them. God, he's got to work harder. Now I want Taco Bell, though. So do I. That sounds really good. I did have some recently, and it was uh, as really bad good. and good as you, as you remember. Oh, bad and good. That's, that's it. All right. There so- ain't no good tacos. <laughs> There ain't no bad tacos. All righty, I'm going to let Maestro pick up his guitar as I uh, cue up our next our next bit here. We didn't do this last week because Coach wasn't on the show uh, and we hadn't heard from Bretta, but each week we wager real money, real money, with a real bookie who happens to be Coach's Bretta, <laughs> who's not an actual bookie but just Coach's Bretta, and we call this bit Tangled up in my course. Better <laughs> with couches, brother. Better with couches, brother. Don't hurt yourself. Oh man, I'm all tangled up. 175,000 people on the live stream just had a treat because Meister left the frame. Uh, presumably your pedals are on the other side of the room. Is that right, Maestro? Yeah, I'm not, it's not wise. It's not it's wise not wise. my setup is. back and his cords are just wrapped around his neck. I do have one thing that we we did not address. Okay. The winner of the NCAA bracket. Oh, we did that last week. Oh, you did it? Oh, that's yeah, right, you did. Everybody was, yeah, every, we so haven't we, oh, pulled the... the when are we, oh, okay, so we haven't pulled from the... Uh, See, I miss a From week. I don't know what the bag. hell I'm talking about. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll do that next week. We'll pull, pull prizes okay. here. Gotcha. Uh, but yeah, that was Blake Messenger won the won the bracket. Oh, that's right. We had, we had a tie for last place between Ruby Love Sports and Doctor Drew. Uh, that's right. The only the only member of the bracket who's actually played the NCAA tournament came in last place. Oh, that's right. God, that's embarrassing. Sorry, Doctor Drew. He's almost there. as embarrassing as I know the coach. I know what. I'm the worst. Right. Tough, uh, tough, tough year for coaching. Tough that, year, that tough year. Pool. Tough year. Yeah. So anyway, tell us, tell us about this. Okay, guy. so yep. he 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 did answer. He was thinking hockey, um, hockey, hockey. Uh, but hockey. Then, but then he uh, he kind of threw out something. It's kind of a wild card. Uh, BMOC's gonna love it. Uh, he threw out the Masters. So here's his bet. <laughs> Sweet. We each pick three golfers and the three out of the three golfers whoever finishes closer to the top 10 or however it is if you you try to guess three of the higher finishers so if our three finish higher than his three he didn't really play the rules he just said pick three of the top 10 finishers so we got to pick three golfers so um maestro we're going to lean heavy on you So I've got I've got some golfers here that I've got the I've got the top favorites. Are you ready? 
So Scotty Scheffler is favored mm-hmm. to win. Rory's right under him. John Rahm, Jordan Spieth, Justin Thomas, Cantlay, Cameron Smith, Tony Finau, Colin Morikawa, and Dustin Johnson. So we're getting down a little bit deeper. So we need to pick three. Three golfers. BMOC, jump in anytime. He's given us a chance to pick Waldorf. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, and he wants to bet 20 bucks, so I'm going to ask him. Oh. So we pick. We pick three, and he's going to pick three. And and you pick three, and. What was the third one? You said Scheffler, Rory, and what was. Was it Um, Spieth? It's Scheffler, McElroy, Rahm, and Spieth. Oh, Rahm, okay. Rom's been struggling, but he does play well in this one. I, I've got my three. All right. Let me see what he says. So I feel uh, like it should be – can we change yeah. the bet? I feel like it should be two, like, favorites and one outlier. One wild card? One wild card. Because that's the way the – that's typically how the Masters rolls anyway. You do, like, three it's different – somebody that just – Let's see yeah, what he's always going to be your favorites, but there's always one guy that's like been hot or he plays well at the Masters that always finishes strong. See what he says. Who are your three, Maestro? Why don't you Who are your three? I think I think I think Rory is definitely a favorite. He hasn't won the Masters. He's been playing really well. He's really keyed up on this whole live PGA thing. I think he's. He wants it really bad. Uh, sometimes if you want it too much, you don't play well, but I think he's ripe right now. He's He came real well. close so last I would, year. I, w- I would say Rory for sure. Okay. It's hard it's hard not to discount Scheffler, but I feel like and I know he's the number 1 golfer, but he won last year. I just don't hard, know if, it, if you know I don't know it's if hard he's, to back he's to back. too It's hard back to back especially when you're like 26. He's like 26, 27. So I would say I would say uh Rory um, gosh, I feel like Justin Thomas. Okay. Um, he won the PGA last year. He's a pretty steady guy. He works really hard, and but here's, here's my outlier. And it's a local guy. He's, he's local by way of Australia. Cameron Smith. I think he's bought us. No, Jason day. Oh, Jason day. So Jason day married a Columbus. Girl. I know he lives he, in Western. He's got a house right Galena. over there. Yeah, he's been playing like sneaky good lately. You want to throw Jason he's Day been in there? Kind of. He was the number one golfer for a while, and then he, you know, got married, yeah. had kids, got, had some wrist injuries, but he's been coming back. I think he's somebody to watch. This so year. Rory, I just have a feeling about Thomas and Day. Is that what we're going with? I don't even know. What well, this I, that's just my suggestion. The only, the, I mean, the only one that uh, I concur would... with Maestro. The only one that I would throw in there, just because even, but he's a live guy, but he's young and he's is Cameron Smith would be the only one I would I would possibly throw in there. I like Jason Day better. Jason Day is he's plus twenty five hundred, Cameron Smith's plus two thousand, so they're not that far off. We're gonna go with Jason Day. All right, so let's do this, Coach. You you send him those golfers. Figure out how this actually gets scored out. Yep. And we'll do the 20 bucks on it. And if we win, then we're going to uh, cut our debt to Breda, which is currently 40 bucks. Oh, in, in half. Amazing. All right, here we go. I'm cu- I'll am i be curious to see. He, I'm sure he'll go Scheffler, Spieth, 
and Rom or something like that, and I'll I'll be pissed because those are solid. That's a solid pick too. But but your picks were solid too. In Maestro, we trust. Spieth is a little hot and cold lately. I would say he's a no. Rom has had a rough March. He's had a rough couple months. Not to say he can't just bounce back. Colin, the the Colin guy is pretty good too. I mean, you know that you watched that full swing. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. He's almost. I want to pick. I, I want to pick Tony Finau just because I think he's a super nice guy, and I just oh, I want to pick. Forgot him. about him. I love Tony Finau. We could we could we could do Finau instead of Justin Thomas. I'd be cool with that. I th- I think Justin Thomas is a better golfer right now, though. Have you sent? Have you sent it, Coach? Well, yeah, I did. But okay, I yeah. just said I'll say that's our first thoughts. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, see. See how that works, though. Our, our show's starting to run a little longer. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> a little longer than two. So let's. Uh, we are getting a little. We're. I forgot we were doing a show there. Yeah. For a let's. Uh, let's go ahead, and we're going to move on to a, a segment where we get stuff off our chest. We call that a rant, or we clean up mistakes we might have made. We call that a correction, or we recommend something that we found good in life to you, and we call that a recommendation. The entire bit is called. Rants and corrections, recommendations. Yeah, yeah. Nice job, Coach. I was a paltry substitute for you last week. On the oh, I thought you were wonderful. Tag. So, looks like Maestro's got two corrections queued up. Let's hear it, Maestro. Right. So, you know, uh, being real close to the show last week because there was only the two of us, uh, I was really embarrassed by the um, by the miss the the movie reference to uh, now I. I I can't remember it now. Damn it. The Big Lebowski. The Big Lebowski. Um, but no, we, uh, so the, the ACC champ was Duke. Duke. I know we, we fumbled that one. We were thinking yeah. that it was somebody else and it was Duke. And so I just wanted to clarify there. And then also there was a bit where I was complaining about myself, about not following the Columbus Blue Jackets. Yeah. And then I totally muffed <laughs> saying that I knew this. Columbus only had one one major yes. sports team and and forgot about the crew <laughs> and then started talking about the crew and I was saying that the crew I meant to yes. say the crew had a big game they had a big win I think they won 7 to 1 and it got but I said confused with the blue I said CBJ yes and yeah that's true. BMOC and so was talking BMOC about BMOC is BMOC's thinking about Columbus Blue Jackets and meanwhile I'm thinking about the crew it was a big it was it was awful I, it was so I enjoyed mean. it it was, it was it some was compelling audio. It's, it you know, it, you're getting older, Maestro. It's a cognitive decline. Don't it worry happens. about it. CBJ crew, they start with a C, whatever. But I will say the crew has been playing pretty well, and I'm not sure so why. So the Blue Jackets, and they need to stop. I know. They need to start losing. Yeah. The crew just beat uh, Real Salt Lake, I guess, is the last one, and they're playing D.C. United. I think that, that game is uh, here in town on Saturday. Hmm. We should go to that. Let's go. Let's get tickets. We should go. We should go. All right. What's the wreck? Is there a wreck? Yeah, I'm still here. Can you hear me? I got you, Coach. How about you, Maestro? No. Maestro. I'm here. Okay. Okay. All right. We recovered. (laughs) Woo! All right. All right. Uh, Coach, you got a recommendation? Yeah, I got a quick wreck. I I watched a movie on the plane, um, and I have not watched this series at all. It's the series Luther with uh, Mm -hmm. Idris. Is it Idris Ilba? Am I saying that yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just watched it blind, seeing if I could figure out what he was all about. Uh, it's called Luther Fallen Son. Um, it's 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 good. It, it it's I, he's a great actor. Uh, it's a good you know murder mystery. It, it I felt like um, God. And in, 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 once again, I'm gonna I, I said it to Maestro on Friday, and now it's 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 skipping me. The the main 
villain. Uh, he played um, my precious. He does all the mocap stuff. Andy Andy Circus. So or? Andy Circus is in it, and yeah. he plays uh, just a really good, horrible person. Like he is a great villain. Um, but it's it's a good movie. I mean, it's dark. Uh, it's definitely not uh, for the lighthearted. Um, it's I enjoyed it, and it's 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 if you like that that type of um, and they and it feels like a lot of stuff comes out of BBC is that they do a really good job with this type of. There's a detective. He's hard on his life. Yeah, they he, they have they do good serial cop drama. They really do, and. Uh, it, London is nice and rainy. Yes, all the time. and it's it, mm-hmm. it gets all the way to oh God. I think they go to Norway and they're out on uh, an ice cap. So it's like it goes all yeah. over the place. Uh, but uh, Luther, a little Fallen bit, of, a little bit, a little bit of time compression there too, because they, yes. they they so, leave. They're yes. like, we better get to Norway, and then they're yes. there, <laughs> and then they're there. So I'm like, yeah. So we watched it. We watched it too, and I was thinking, wait, is this all happening in one night? There's a lot of stuff that happens over time. They're like, okay, I I have to suspend reality, but I I enjoyed it. it it's it, it's a decent uh, watch and forget uh, type movie. Yeah. So Luther following the, the, ser- the, the series is good too, Coach. You'll so like should it. I dive into it? Yeah, because yeah. I you I should. Yeah, it. yeah, it's it's good. It's all right. He's he's a broken kind of guy, but he's you're rooting for him. They leave. They, there's a lot of hints in there that that says he's he's broken. He does sketchy stuff, but he he his heart's in the right place. He's trying to do the right thing, but he cuts corners. Yeah, and yeah, does stuff like that. All right, it's just, that's the way he rolls. I am. Uh, I'm, I'm still surprised Maestro got Andy Circus, but he didn't get the Big Lebowski. Right? <laughs> I'm. Uh, that's crazy. Uh, I have a quick correction. It's from earlier in the show when I said FAU's coach was Dustin Sl- Dusty Slay, who is a comedian. It's actually <laughs> Dusty May, Dusty May with an M. <laughs> Great correction. You know, when you said Dusty Slay, I'm like, put it back in the garage. We didn't even ride it this year. There was no snow. Put that Dusty Slay back in the garage. <laughs> All right. That's oh, Ryan's that's corrections and recommendations. That brings us uh, to our last bit of the evening, a little thing that we like to call... God damn it. Already. Fix it in post. Mm-hmm. Too many drill. Wow! All right. And Coach, tell us how the two-minute drill works. Okay, it's called the two-minute drill. We each get two tries at it. 20 seconds of pop. We can talk about whatever we want. We can talk about dusty sleighs. We can talk about basketball we can talk about movies the big lebowski it's anything we want to talk about that's the beauty of the two minute drill but here's the catch it's called the two minute drill we want it to be two minutes but it's never two minutes and that's why we call it the two minute drill well we'll see i think tonight we're gonna hit two minutes i think we're gonna hit a little little long we're gonna we're gonna all be super toit in our two minute drills looks like we're going maestro then me then coach oh new order i love the order coach tonight maestro are you ready i'm ready your two-minute drill starts now. All right, I'm going to keep this toy since we already really talked a little bit about the Masters last week and tonight. But um, it is Masters week. Um, they're down in Augusta. All the big guns are, are ready for the big show. Um, green jacket at the end of the at the end of the tourney. But um, um, my two cents is that you know we do have live and we do have these PGA guys coming together, and I'm curious to see how it all plays out. Hopefully, it's a like uh, BMOC predicted last week, hopefully it's a it's a extra holes playoff between some big gun from the Live Tour oh, and I some big so. gun from the PGA, 
And then they 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 uh, get in a fight after. Tickle fight. So, so tickle, tickle, tickle fight. fight. Tickle fight. Time. Nice job there, Maestro, folks. It's happening. The University of Nebraska football team is bringing Frank Solich back to honor him on the field on their spring game, April twenty second. For what? the first, it will be his first trip back to Omaha since he was fired in two thousand, which many Nebraska fans consider the Solich curse. Nebraska's last conference championship was 1999 under Frank Solich. He lost uh, three games the following season, got let go, and uh, they have just been a mess ever since they let him go. So he's he's retired. He lives in Idaho now, a former Ohio Bobcat coach, Frank Solich, going to Nebraska, hopefully to reverse their curse. Time! Time! Well done. Oh, I love that. All right, so uh, base, baseball started, and uh, this number has – has absolutely blown my mind. Uh, probably the most popular and most talented, well, arguably most talented because he pitches and he hits, is Shohan Otani. Um, he is going to sign a one-year deal. Uh, they are not doing a long-term for $65 million for one year. So he is going to play baseball for $65 million a year. I want to tell you right now, for the one year that he plays, he will make more money than the Oakland A's, their payroll, the uh, Oakland A's, and I believe uh, Tampa Bay, which is a contending team, is just north of that. So I love Shohan Otani. This is where we're going with baseball. $65 million to play one year. Wow. Time. I'll take some of that. Yeah, I will too. Maestro. All right, so my two minutes is getting away from from baseball or in sports. Oh, sports! I love bit, sports. But, um, <laughs> is is to talk about uh, Harrison Ford? Yeah. So this guy, obviously, movie star, been around forever, but like lately, I've seen him everywhere. Like he just it was in Shrinking. He's in that Yellowstone offshoot. Was it nineteen twenty three or whatever? Mm-hmm. And then I just saw today on the wire. That uh, there's a new Indiana Jones movie coming out this year. Yeah, 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 yeah. They already shot it. And it's going to be featured at, you know, one of the big film festivals. But anyway, it's called, uh, what is it called? Uh, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Can you believe it? Another freaking Indiana Jones movie. He's like in his late 70s, isn't he? Oh, he is. He is. He seems pretty old and shrinking. I I have not watched 1923, but he seems like he's very legit in that he... You know, he does look a little shaky. He's you know, a little But anyway, Harrison Ford, man, still kicking. Go Han Solo. Time. Nice job there, Maestro. All right, fellas, the NBA regular season, it's actually going to wrap up next week, I think, at uh, middle middle of April, and then the playoffs start. Playoffs they, last and the, till, till the end of the summer. Oh, yeah, yeah. At least, yeah. So here, here's, here's my proposition. Uh, also this month, BMOC is getting a screen porch built on his house, which they think it's going to take. Yes. So the question is, which oh, which is going to first? Will there be an NBA championship decided, or will BMOC's porch be completed? That's what I'm going to be watching and provided regular updates on BMOC's <laughs> porch versus the NBA. Oh, time, coach. Can, can I just yeah. can I just say I'm super excited about that screen and porch, and I hope that that there's many good good nights. Hell yeah, that maybe I'll be invited to. But, Hell yeah. Uh, Late nights hanging out out there. I, oh, I was yeah. just thinking, Maestro, one night you and Mrs. Maestro came over and uh, I was drinking. I was in a wine phase and I think yeah. I sat there and I drank like a bottle and a half of wine without getting up. <laughs> just you did. Hard. You didn't move. <laughs> you were like, 
you were like Jabba the Hutt, but not oh, in a yeah. fat way, in a wine way. In a wine way. way. Yeah. yeah. All right, Coach, what do you got? All right, so I'm going to finish up with the NBA uh, incident about a week ago. Bradley Beal plays for the Washington Wizards, was a, uh, basically confronted by a fan in Orlando, uh, I think as they were walking back after the game. And the fan confronted him because he was pissed because Bradley Beal didn't score enough points or didn't get enough assists or didn't get enough rebounds for him to win his prop bet <laughs> in uh, gambling. And I'm yeah. telling you, I've been there. I've been on the other side. I've been watching a game literally – completely ignoring the score and just focused on that one player to get two more points or one more assist or two more rebounds. I get it, but that's where we're going with that. It is a dangerous, dangerous place we're going because holy cow, I'm talking, I'm putting peanuts on that. That guy must have had some serious scratch on that game, all based on a fact. I'm nervous where this is going to go. I'm nervous where this is going to go because... There's so many things that could go wrong with this. But I, I love it, there's and so I many, hate it at the same time. There's so many time. crazy people in the world. Listen, don't gamble if gambling is going to bring you to yelling at a Absolutely. Like that, right? like, what are you that's doing? What, that's what that number is for. Call that number. Yes. If you take the fun out of gambling, don't gamble. All right. Time. Nice job there, Coach. That wraps up our two-minute drill. Came in just a little bit over, and I'm going to just move us here to the outro since we're running really long. We haven't had a show this long in a while. Uh Anything else you guys want to get in before we wrap this one up? No, I, think I just want to good. clarify that betting with Bretta was not on the show sheet. It would have been toy. Would have been toy. <laughs> it would have been toy. We could have bumped forty this. minutes betting with Bretta talking about golf. It was the best show in PMOC's recent memory for sure. All right, there being no other sports fit to be discussed in a medium sort of way on behalf of basketball legend Matt Longley and the maestro Brian Hake. Until Wednesday next, or possibly Wednesday next next. This is Pete Brown, the big man on campus, reminding you to check out the daily sports. Portal at sportal.pro. Take care of yourselves and each other, and good times, everybody. Good times. Like 38 minutes? Sports Wednesday is produced by Brew Monkey Communications and features basketball legend Matt Longley, the maestro Brian Hake, and me, Pete Brown. Some music and sound effects from today's show came from the websites audionautics.com and freesound.org. Visit sportswednesday.com for complete attribution. You can follow us on Twitter at Sport Wednesday. That's Sport with no S, Wednesday, and on Instagram at Sports Wednesday. For more information about the board game Hoopsters, visit hoopsters.store, drop your email address in, and we'll keep you in the loop. Until next Wednesday, and on behalf of basketball legend Matt Longley and the maestro Brian Hake, I'm Pete Brown, the big man on campus, saying good times, everybody. Good times. Good times.